What up, everybody? This is the House of Dark. Now, welcome to a new episode of Real Talk, where we're going to talk about some of the nerdiest of things possible. Well, today I'm just going to focus on one thing. I don't know why I'm acting like I'm doing a bunch of things. Uh, but real quick, uh, they just... <laughs> not that... A couple of things. Not that we were shocked, not that we're surprised, but Netflix uh, confirmed that they're canceling Jessica Jones and uh, Punisher from their streaming series, which is not a surprise because they already eliminated all the other Marvel streaming shows off of Netflix. Uh, but Hulu apparently is saying they want to take on the show, so we may have a future for our, all our Marvel fans who like those streaming shows. There might, there might be a future. Uh, one other thing I heard confirmed, I mean, other than the fact that Ben Affleck confirmed on, was it Jimmy Kimmel? That he's no longer playing Batman, which we kind of figured it was going that direction. And was it Hasbro has confirmed that Bumblebee is the beginning of a new Transformers franchise? Well, duh. When when you make a whole new production company called AllSpark Production, we kind of have an idea that you're starting a new franchise. But but uh, those are a couple of the confirmations that have been thrown away in the last, I think with this, this whole past weekend, this past weekend from stuff I've looked up uh, that I read. But we're going to focus today about a movie that came out this past Friday. Uh, it was directed by Robert Rodriguez. Uh, James Cameron wrote and helped write and produced the movie. It is Battle Angel Alita. Now, before before we get into it, for those who are not familiar with this cyberpunk movie, it existed before. In the 1990s, uh, there was a manga. For those who are not familiar with a manga, it is a Japanese graphic novel that you read from right to left. And and uh, it, it was like a five year. It had like an, it was like nine volumes. It was, it was on for five years, but it was a whole. There was a whole manga series of Battle Angel Alita, and then back in 1993, they had came out with a film. I think it was a film. It was like, I think it was like an hour long, 45 minutes, an hour long, and it was called Battle Angel. It wasn't called Battle Angel. It was just called Battle Angel, and uh, I I didn't see it when it came out in 93 but i definitely it was mid to late 90s i discovered it you know and so and i thought it was a really cool story like the mystery of this of this character that was found by uh dr ito and how she was super innocent but had these super good fighting skills and became a hunter and that's and that's from my my experience with uh, the animated film i never read the manga so I have a buddy of mine who read the manga, and he was he was like super in, like telling me stuff about it, and it was like feeding really into what was kind of confirming from the anime that I watched. But um, so they came out with this movie, and here's the thing: I'm t- I'm I'm not gonna lie, I was very apprehensive about this movie because uh, anime. Anime, whether it's anime or manga, being translated into live action by American producers don't go well. While some people did like Ghost in the Shell, Ghost in the Shell was not received very well. Uh, <laughs> obviously, like movies like Street Fighter, Legend of Chun Li, uh, Tekken, uh, Dead or Alive weren't done very well here. You know what I mean? So. Uh, Grant, you know, so you can imagine the apprehension of people wanting, you know, uh, adaptation done in the United States, especially if it's a Japanese, you know, 
origin and anime or manga, and it's and it received very well on that side and here. Uh, and so when we were hearing things like they're trying, are they're trying to do like Cowboy Bebop or what was the other thing, Akira? I mean, it's like no, no, don't do it, stop it, don't do it. You're gonna ruin it, just like you ruined this and ruined this. Don't do it. So that's you know, that was one of my concerns when I heard they're doing Battle Angel Alita for. Because unless you're like a hardcore anime manga person, most people don't know about Battle Angelita. I was like, it's kind of obscure, but kind of not. It kind of, it is. It's a bit obscure because most people who know anime, they probably know like Naruto or or Cowboy Bebop or or you can even say Dragon Ball Z. Because Dragon Ball Z essentially is an anime. It really is. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Super, things like that. But no one thinks about Battle Angelita because it's one of those ones that... Not gets overlooked, but it didn't have mainstream popularity. You didn't see them Funimation, you know, things like that. You know what I mean? So, it, it, you know, it's not surprising that when people go like, what is this? And then you have people like myself and a, and a few of my friends out there like, really? You're going to do this movie? Wow. You know, so that's why, that's part of my apprehension. So that's part of why I kind of was like, mm, we'll see how this goes kind of thing. And I felt like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. And we were discussing this. I can't remember when this was first announced, but it felt like this movie was been has been made for the last. They've been taking ten years to make this movie. I feel like it, it was a it was announced at one point that they were making the movie. I was like, oh, okay, we'll see how they do it, and then it just kind of fell off. And then we went to go see some movie, and then it was promoted again. We're like, oh. Oh, I guess it's still on. Good, good. Okay, cool, cool. And then it fell off. And then it wasn't like until it's like past, what, six months or so, we're like, oh, it's still happening. People are like, I thought it came out. I'm like, no, it's just kind of been there. And so it's not like they didn't have like good people in the movie. I mean, you had Christoph Waltz was playing Dr. Ito. Jennifer Connelly is in it. Mahershala Ali. Uh, Jackie Earl Haley. For those who don't know, that's, that's uh, Rorschach from... Uh, Watchmen, he's in, I mean, they have some, like, faces and some names in this movie. So, it was just interesting that we were, everyone just kind of went, like, who? Or, or like, or, or at least not, not who, but, like, it fell off. It just literally was just, like, I don't, I didn't, I, everyone literally thought this movie was already done. And, like, moved on, and it just didn't do well. No, it just didn't get done. <laughs> or at least, no, it just haven't come out yet. So, it's not like that it failed, it just never came out. So, now it's officially out. And it's uh, it's for everyone to watch, and I personally think this movie is very good. I feel like that they respected the uh, what's the word? One? They they respected the reference material, and I'm talking about from both sides. They respected the animated, the anime, and they respected the the manga because. Uh, it just is everything went together. Now, only is, first of all, let's let's be clear. This movie is visually just fantastic looking. It looks fantastical. Uh, just the 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 animation of the of the cyborgs, the they how they did the locale, everything you know from the motorball fights to the fight scenes, air, and all of it looks really really good, you know. And so, visually, this movie is if in in the way it portrays the time that. Alita and Ido and Sharon and all of them live in, they did it pretty, pretty good. And uh, I like that. I, I give it to Rosa Salazar, who plays Alita. Um, 
she did a good job emoting. Just for those who are not aware, the reason why her eyes are as big as they are in the movie because that's how they were in the, in the manga and that's how they were in the anime. And I, you know, and I liked it because part of it is is that it wasn't. It's interesting to say. I don't want to say you know it's not over the top. And I know you're like, well, David, her eyes are really big. Yeah, but they're not like crazy big like they could have been. And I felt like they fed into the the eyes helped build the innocence that she is at this point because for, for those who are not aware in the movie it, and it's in the promos that the premise is that she's a cyborg that was found in the junkyard and she has no memory of her past and yet she has all these skills and abilities it's very wolverine jason Bourne kind of stuff you know what i mean like he doesn't remember who he is but for a reason he knows he knows what's going on around him he can fight people he can do stuff he doesn't know why She's kind of, it's kind of, when you see it in the movie, it's kind of the same thing. Granted, her memory slowly but surely starts to come back in the movie and explains her past. But, uh, like I said, her eyes work well to, to create that innocence, like when she's not aware about stuff and when she's first, like, learning how to be a person again. And it, it works very well. And then when her character grows a little more, her big eyes work well to portray her emotions, like when she's mad. When she's determined, when she's upset, when she's happy. There's a scene when she has chocolate for the first time. You'll love it. It's a great it's a great scene. You know, so it's I the eyes were perfect into the kind of character that Elita is. Uh shout outs to Christoph Waltz for be, playing a good guy for once. He plays Dr. Dyson Ito, who pretty much saves Alita and gives her uh, her body and stuff like that and Helps, helps, you know, pretty much keep, you know, give her the future she's supposed to have. Uh, Christoph Waltz is, for, for those who, are, who don't know, he's always playing a bad guy, whether it's in Green Hornet or in, I'll figure out what that one movie's called right now. But every movie he's been in, that I've seen, he's always played like a very shifty, shady character. And it's really cool to see him play a good guy. And he did a really good job playing uh, Ito. And, like, the way he portrays his backstory and, and everything, it's very smart. It's very... You know, it's from the source material, and he does a really good job playing the character. Uh, I just, he just did it well. Keenan Johnson plays Hugo, which is essentially, when you, if you, you can tell, is the love interest for Alita. He does a good job. He kind of looks like the guy from the anime, which is kind of interesting. But I just think they did a really good job telling the story. Like, they float, that they connected not only the anime, but the manga together. Because there are some things they emphasize more in the anime, but is not, but was not emphasized in the manga. And the manga obviously has the deeper backstory, and they made it. They done it very well to where it makes sense. Now, some people can be like, "Man, this looks like they. It's like it feels like they set it for up to make it a sequel." Well, yes, uh, especially when you know that it's a, like a nine-volume manga. You can't. I mean. You could try to put it all in one film, and then you get movies like The Last Airbender. You know what I mean? Or Aragon. You, you can't just shove an entire series into, like, and, and hope it to be done in two hours. You can't. You can't do it. You can't do it. It doesn't work that way. It's not. It's not. Uh, it can, it's feasible, but you lose out a lot. on. Uh, you lose out. You just lose out on a lot of story, connection of characters, and growth, and things like that. Now, this movie is <laughs> has some very... Uh, it's it's a, it has a lot of tragedy in it, but it's also the movie's also about growing, you know, despite that tragedy. And Alita is a character that is very her relationship with uh, characters like Ito and Hugo and like 
Sheeran and things like that, it affects them through the story, and so through the movie. So it's very her her innocence works well, and then her when she starts to become more of a, of her character and she starts remembering some things about herself, it helps. It feeds into that very well. And even though, you know, she does have memory of her past, it doesn't stop her from, it doesn't prevent her characters from still having that level of childlike innocence. And, you know, the, you know the, the difference between being childlike and childish, and, she, and I don't feel her, she's childish, I feel she's still, there's still things that she was never exposed, that she's not exposed to 100% in, in the movie that still keeps her childlike or keep her innocent eventually that, that changes like i said but it's the growth is not it's not sudden it's very gradual uh i read somewhere that someone felt this movie was had a weak story which i don't i don't know what you term what the term is a weak story uh very basic rules like here's the thing amnesia is a, is a basic flow chart uh wolverine is a is a basic flow chart. he has amnesia now granted they wrote him more complicated through the years especially when they did his origin story and stuff like that but, you know, bringing in Dakin and bringing in X-23 and then his whole, about his life in Japan and all these different things, they, then hit the him being part of the prophecy and then, you know, all this stuff, they complicated Wolverine's backstory. But simply, Wolverine, if you think about it, look, think about it, Wolverine's backstory was this. He had no memory of, of his past. He was part of a secret project that gave him the adamantium that's in his body. And now he's, you know, with the X-Men, he's... He knew he did some bad things in his past, but, he, but part of it, he just, it's all jumbled because he doesn't remember. He knows that, you know, things like that, that him and Sabretooth don't get along. You know, things like that. And eventually, like in, the, like, what, early 2000s, they elaborated more on that backstory. Because for years, we there was still no real backstory. We just knew that he was part of the Department H's Weapon X pro, weapon program, and he was the 10th subject. That's why he's Weapon X. And and then they made more after him, and he got away, and they they be, kept trying to get him back because of of him specifically. But like, and he was, was part of a secret organization. He was part of an elite team at one point, but it was never that elaborate. That was about it. And Wolverine, it wasn't until like 2000s they dug deeper into that. They made him more aware because of the movies. So they're like, let's let us write out his complete backstory from like childhood on. You know what I mean? And so. And we are okay with that. And so I don't know why we act like we're not okay with it in this movie about her literally having no memory and experiencing life all over again. I don't know why we're, you know, we are, that's what the, essentially the Jason Bourne movies were until he, until he eventually got his memory back, eventually. But when we, the whole concept of him being this, you know, this heart, you know, this, Super tough, like martial artist with no memory of why he has the abilities and skills, and then to find out that he was an assassin, but he still doesn't remember. We watched like three movies of that, you know, four if considered. We don't consider what, what was it? What was the one with J Jeremy Renner? What was that one called? I forget what that one was. It Ultimatum? I can't remember which one was that was called. We don't consider that one. We don't count that one. But like the four Jason Bourne movies, we are okay with it. You know what I mean? So to sit there and say this movie has a weak story doesn't make sense because what what's weak about it that there's no crazy love triangle or or I, I don't know I don't know what the definite I, I know what the definition of weak is but I don't know you know from like from critic standpoint what defines a a weak story 
or at least storyline. You know, there, there. I understand if they're like this is basic or generic because those things exist. There are some very basic story arcs, and uh, and I've said that. Yeah, this feels kind of you know generic, and I can feel and I can see it. Oh, this happens, and this happens, then this happens, then this happens, then this happens, then this happens. And sometimes that makes a movie good. Sometimes it's it's bad. In this in this situation, if if they want to say that the story arc for this character is very generic, fine, you know. But I don't see it it making it bad. It's like you know, like if you're a big sci-fi person, you'll the visual effects will make up for the movie. You still <laughs> visual effects doesn't make a movie good. Visual effects help tell the story properly. Uh, proof in case in point, uh, Force Awakens and Last Jedi has some fantastic visuals. Their stories are those are weak stories to me. There are some weak storylines, but to sit there and, and but they're visually fantastic. I that's one thing I'll always say as a fan, like Last Jedi and and Force Awakens looks great. I just don't like their stories. Their stories are weak to me, and they're they're kind of lame. And so that's you know so that's what I when I equate a weak story I, I equate it to something like that, or like Dark Knight Rise. I hated Dark Knight Rise's story. But but that's what I mean, you know. There's to me, I feel like that's a weak story. Uh, so I, I just I don't know. I feel like they they did a good job portraying everybody's viewpoint, you know. While while the while the movie is circling around Alita, everybody has a reason, you know what I mean. Ito from Ito to Sheeran to Vector to Zapan to uh, Hugo. Gruishka, the all these characters have a reason for what they're doing, whether or not they're good. That's de- that's determined based on the character, but they all you know they're all affected by something in the the world they live in, good or bad, uh. You know, so it's just like positive negative. You know what I mean? Beautiful or ugly, and so it's just and how. I just, I, I think it was smart, and I like the fact we have a, we have more backstory about Alita. Because here's the thing, here's the thing I, I, I appreciate about the anime. The anime itself didn't give you any lot of backstory. You had no idea where she came from, why she had the skills she had, anything about that, and it was still good. I thought, I've watched, I don't know how many times I watched that thing, and I've showed my friends and stuff like. Because I thought it was still good, regardless of the fact they didn't get a lot of backstory where she came from. Uh. So I thought it was really cool. And I feel like we feel the same way about very specific characters. If characters are being done or being... If the story of a character is being told very well, sometimes we're okay with them not having memories and things like that. That's why Wolverine has lasted as long as he did as being a favorite character. And things, and you know what I mean? So I feel like... I, I, I just don't see the weak. I don't see why the story is considered weak and... It just doesn't make sense to me, and I feel like that's just people being critical just for the sake of being critical. And I'm going to tell you right now, this is the best anime, manga, American adaptation we have to date. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> My buddy Ian texted me, he's like, I, I told him, I was like, hey, I went and saw Alita, he's like, is it worth seeing? I'm like, 100%. Because that was one thing I was worried about. Because when I saw the promos, I was like, man, it looks really good. I hope it's. I hope they do it right. And they did it right. They respected the material. You know, so I feel like we have to remember that, and and uh, and I feel like we went perfection all the dang time for movies when they're none of them are ever perfect. They're not. I I dare you. I 
even though black, I consider Black Panther one of the like, the standard, and Infinity War the standard. They're not perfect. And I and and I can and when someone goes, well, I don't like the fact it did this. Okay, I can see that. I you know, yeah, I, I can see that being weird. Yeah, I can see that being off. And uh, so, but that doesn't make the story weak. Doesn't make it the movie bad. Uh, I <laughs> I had a discussion with a friend of mine not too long ago, and one of his arguments about a movie, I forget what movie we were talking about, the reason why he thought the movie was bad is because of, a, a, on a cinematographer, cinema, based on uh, the angle about when it comes to cinematography, I'm trying to say it correctly. And why I understand his point, sometimes it doesn't make the movie bad. I, I It's just, that's just somebody, that's a, that's their... What's the word I want to use? It's I'm trying to think of the word. I want to say do I want to say preference? I don't know because there's certain things like I know there's tricks of the trade when it comes to making movies. When it comes to visuals and lighting and color and this and this and that and music and I know it's all there's a there's an art to it. It is an art. There's an art to it. But sometimes when we get very petty about it. Very picky, cause I can't. I can be petty about stuff, about some things too. When I'm watching something, I'm like, mm, I, mm, I do that. You'll you'll hear from me. I'm like, mm, I do that sound. When we're watching something, and my my kids hate it, cause when I do that sound, they're gonna start griping about it, and they're like, Dad, can we just watch it without you? I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm just having a problem with how, especially cause I write, and I'm, and I'm not the like, I'm not like James Patterson or Dean or, or Dean Koontz and stuff like that, or, but I write enough to know what I appreciate about stories and what I don't, even in my own stuff. So when I see something like, mm, that was kind of weak, and I do that. So I'm very particular about storyline. I'm very particular about progression of characters. And I feel like in this movie, that all worked. It all worked. You know, it, there was nothing... <sighs> nothing was forced. You know what I mean? I don't think anything was shoehorned in. They didn't just things didn't just happen just because it happened. Uh they there's like a scene that I was different for the anime that they did. It like I'm like, oh wow, but it, and it worked. Oh, that was great. Well, you know, it makes sense. You know what I mean? So it, it 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 gave a reason for her to be a certain way, you know, or to transition to uh a new way of 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 handling things and things like that. It was, so it wasn't just, hey, look at me. I just happen to have this. No, this is the reason why this happened. You know what I mean? So I, it worked. And I think it was really good. Now, we can always you can always gripe that cyberpunk, post-apocalyptic, or post-war stories are generic. Because they are. They've been happening for years. You know what I mean? The post-war stories, you know, it changes everything. So now everyone is this way. Everyone's that way. We do things this way. That, that's been happening for decades that kind of story arc so if you want to call if you want to say that's weak fine sure that's a generic story arc it's it's or it's no not generic it's a basic story arc post-apocalyptic cyberpunk post-war amnesia you can say all those things those are all basic story arcs but if told correctly it can make them fantastic and so that's why i personally give See, I've, did I, do I want to stick to what I said to, to my friends? Because they asked me. They're like, all right, David, what do you think? You know, you're, you're the House of Darkness. You do this. This is your thing you do. This is your, you do podcasts. What, coming from you, how does, this, how does this sit with you? 
I will give it. I originally said nine. Um, I'm gonna dial it back to eight point five, only because I don't know the other side of the source material. So while my friend was confirming some stuff, I don't know the manga st- stuff a hundred percent. So I can't confirm a lot of the stuff that they added or they expanded on in the movie. Even though my buddy was like, oh, no, this stuff was right. I'm like, okay, that's good. I don't know it, though. So to me, for me, while the movie is still great, visually it was great, I think the storyline was great, the characters were, did, were done well, I think Rosa Salazar was great, Christoph Waltz, Jennifer Connelly, they all did their job. They did it, they did it, they did it. They, The characters portrayed very well. <laughs> Shout out to Edward Norton for playing uh, um, Nova. How funny. Now, I do hope they do... I would like, let's just make this clear, I would like for this movie, or at least the story arc, to be finished, but if they never made another movie, this movie is still good. And that's the thing I want everyone to realize. This movie is it can, it's still good by itself. And I know like people say, man, I'm tired of them making movies for the sake of so they can try to make uh, sequels and stuff. Look, man, that's just how it is. Welcome to the industry where people are trying to have a career. You know, and and at the end of the day, it's also about making money. But if you think about it, too, just if you think about it, it's a story. It's based off of a graphic novel that was written years ago. So there's more going on with this character. So just like Transformers, there's more happening with the Transformers than just Bumblebee being on Earth, you know. There's more happening with the X-Men than just them fighting Magneto and stopping him from trying to take over the world. Or whatever it is, you know what I mean? So, you know, while certain movies, like I, under, I understand like where Ian was coming from in his, in his episode about uh, what movies, you know, he was talking about what movies should Marvel do. And how not every movie needs to have a, a sequel or a trilogy or things like that. Some movies are need to have them. And I feel like Battle Angel... Alita needs to have it because the way the story ends, the problem hasn't been solved. The true evil hasn't been defeated. You know what I mean? So it's necessary to kind of finish telling the story. You know, like I said, the movie's really good, you know, and it doesn't have to, but it would be nice. And I'm always worried about sequels. We all are because sequels, you know, can go two, literally two different directions. It could be really great and sometimes better than the first, or they could be so crappy that we prefer the first movie. That happens. That happens a lot. But I I, I feel like this movie's really good. Like I said, it went from nine to eight point five only because I don't know the source material that well. You know, meaning the the manga. So I think everyone should go check it out. And like I said, by far right now, this is the best uh Japanese to an American adaptation of an anime slash manga I've seen so far, and I'm dead serious. Uh, and, I'm, and and everything and all the bits and pieces about Ghost and the Shell I get, and I, and why it did well or why it did decent, and I understand why some people didn't grasp it. I understand why other people did, but Battle Angel Lead, I feel like, and my wife knows nothing about <laughs> either side. She doesn't know nothing about the manga. She doesn't know nothing about the anime, and she thoroughly enjoyed it. She wanted to see it. She saw all the promos. Like, oh, I really want to see that. It looks really good. And she knows that she knew nothing about it. I knew more. I, I know more than her about a lot of like a lot of these like comic books and animes and things like that. But she'll walk up and she'll look at it as the as the non non homework you know deep research consumer that I am. 
And she's like, that looks good. I want to see it. And she thoroughly enjoyed it. So there's your other side of it. My wife is the other side, for those who don't know the stuff. She thoroughly enjoyed it. She thought it was a really, really good movie. And so there you go. So everyone check it out. Give it a good shot. And tell me, let me ask you a question. What's the anime that you would love to see done, but you're afraid <laughs> that especially here in the United States, they might ruin? Cowboy Bebop, I know it's probably on the list because everyone's like very, very afraid of them messing with that. Uh, and uh, what is your definition of a weak story? Because I feel like when critics say that, they don't really clarify. They just say it. It was a weak story. Why was it a weak story? I don't, I'm confused. What was, what was weak about it? Everything kind of like led to what it, it all built up to what it was going to be at the end of the movie. So I'm very confused about what made it weak. So what is your idea of a weak story? And, g- and give me an example. Like, you know, I, you know, you don't have to use the ones I used, but give me an example of a weak story. And, uh, and, 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 and whether or not they would equate to what Battle Angel Alita is, because I don't, I know what weak stories look like, and there's nothing about Battle Angel Alita that makes me go, yeah, that's a weak, that's some weak mess. Oh, that's, oh, that's just, ugh. Man, that's so, oh, why'd they even do that? That's so lame. They just recycled. Oh, come on. I don't do it. I don't. I don't see it in this. And so let me know what you think. Let me know how you feel. Uh, like I said, I, I, I went, I, 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 like I said, I died down from nine because I don't, I can't confirm everything from the movie. It's canonical, but it was still a very good, it was a very good movie. Visually, it was fantastic. I think story-wise, it was really good. You, you like, you, you end up liking Lita more and more through the story and care about what happens to her. Just because I think, like, Rosa Salazar did a really good job portraying that innocence and portraying, you know, the character well to where you're like, you want her to succeed in life. You know what I mean? And and you want her relationship with Ido to be the way it is and stuff like that. So I, I – it's really good. And so that's why I'm giving that. So let me know. Like, I think I saw – someone gave it, like, a 7.5 or 7.6 out of 10. That's still really good. I forget who gave it. I think IMDb or something like that gave it. That's really, really good. Still, you know, uh, you know. But I, I don't equate it to being weak. I, I think, you know, I don't think the story's weak at all. I think a lot of people have issues with it because they don't know the source material. So, anyways, this is the House of Darkner uh, talking about Battle Angel Alita. Let me know what you guys think. And shout outs. Oh, real quick, shout out to all my new friends I met this past weekend. I was over. Uh, Went to a, a buddy's house and met some new people, and uh, from you know any of them are listening from from Kyle to Paris to Kevin. Kevin's the guy I had like a nerd fight with about some some comic book movies, and I, it was really good. I was excited. I was like, man! And so he he's been hinting about possibly making an appearance on my podcast, and I might be able to get him and a couple other new faces that you guys haven't heard on here before. And so hoping that will work out. Uh, I'm we're hope we're you know. Staring towards getting new equipment so we could do stuff like that because I use my headset a lot of the times when I'm recording. And it works and it does its job, but I would like to get some more, uh, some better stuff just so I can have more people involved and things like that. So, once again, this is the House of Darkner with Real Talk. You guys have a good one and go see the movie. Even if you're not a big anime fan, if you never read the manga, you're not a big anime fan, I think you'll still enjoy the movie because the movie is, like I said, visually stunning the characters are done very well and i think you enjoy it so just give it a shot give it a shot if you don't like it all right at least you said you gave it a shot 
All right, once again, this is the House of Darkness. You guys have a good one. Yeah, good one.